You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV presents Chatting with Kathy. Sit-down interviews with Hollywood's leading actors, artists, and entrepreneurs. And now, your host of Chatting with Kathy, Kathy Kelly. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and today we are doing another episode of Chatting with Kathy right here on AfterBuzz TV. And today, I'm lucky to be joined by the beautiful... Katie Z, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. And you have a lot of accomplishments for being so young. You broke the Billboard Top 100. You have a new album coming out, and you are also going on tour in August. Yes. So I want to talk about all of that, your music, obviously, Ordinary Girl. And first off, I want to bring it back to the very beginning, how you got your start. So your mother... Isadora. She is a Golden Globe winner and Grammy-nominated artist. And obviously you have a lot of influences from her. I know that you started performing at three years old with her. So do you think that that had a lot of influence on um, becoming a, a singer eventually? Definitely, yeah. I, I always looked up to her. I always felt like it's something that I wanted to be able to take on from her. And she's crazy, but <laughs> when she gets on stage and she kind of lets go, it's it's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've heard that you said in other interviews that um, she doesn't hold back when giving you advice. So, like, what is um, the craziest advice, I think, that she's given you? <laughs> um, to probably not go into the music industry. Really? Yeah, for sure. Well, she, you know, she's had a lot of stuff that she's dealt with Mm -hmm. and it's a crazy business. And, you know, when you're a mother, I'm sure you want to protect your children and keep them safe. And sometimes she does that. (laughs) (laughs) But she was very, um, she wanted to keep me in the little, you know, safe bubble. But sometimes the world doesn't really work like that. And you have to just say, screw you, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Rebelling against your parents is amazing. You have to. Yeah. So a lot of kids dream of, you know, aspirations of being in the industry when they're very young. When was the transition from just having singing as a hobby to actually wanting to pursue it as a career? Um, Well, I sang with my mom till I was about eight or nine. And then um, high school... You know, you got to kind of chill out a little bit, figure it out. And then um, once I graduated, I kind of started to think, well, what do I really want to do? Do I want to sing? I always knew I wanted to sing, but it's like figuring that, figuring it out. Yeah. You know, where do I fit in? What do I feel like I can do and want to do? And it took a couple of years. And my good friend, um, Nick, who's my manager, um, I finally met with him and I'm like, Nick, you know, I'm serious. I really want to go for this. And he's like, well, send me some stuff and, you know, we can figure it out. And he set me up with Tone Deaf, who um, we met and we started writing and he produced everything and co-wrote with me. And 
since then, it's been, we've been going crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been good. It's been fun. It's do been you, crazy. Do you think that um, since you kind of grew up around the industry that you had a leg up on people that were just starting out? Or did that kind of deter you from? I think, I think I had um, more of a, you're used to hearing more, yeah, more stuff bad stuff than normal people so you're kind of you're kind of numb when people are like well you know maybe you should not do this or do that for Mm -hmm. certain reasons and you have to kind of get through it and and go for it and I think I was used to hearing the the crappy side and it makes it easier for sure I think so but I don't think it's ever easy in general because nobody wants to hear that yeah and I I feel like a lot of people who didn't grow up around the industry they have unrealistic expectations of yeah what it is and a lot of people think it's overnight success for the person that's just found at the mall and that's not the case it's usually like the people that work the hardest or the people who have you know persevered the longest and yeah. I mean, you have to. You can't expect it to be overnight because if it's overnight, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to work. You have to put in the time. You have to be ready for people to tell you you suck or, <laughs> you know, whatever. And that's just that's just the truth. And to have a tough skin about it because that's yeah, difficult. Yeah, you have to. And it's it's never easy for, you know, for an artist, for any girl to mm-hmm. have tough skin. But especially if you're, you know, you're putting your stuff out there, you're putting your, your heart on the line and you're you know, you're going, you're, you're just putting it all out there. And if people tell you, no, 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 you have to learn to say, okay, that's cool. I'll go somewhere else. Sometimes that's the best motivator, though, too, is having people tell you that you can't do it. Yeah, it you is. Just prove them wrong. Exactly. It is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering, actually, are you named after your mom's role in Butterfly, Katie? <laughs> or is that just random? <laughs> no, I totally am. Okay. Yeah. I, and and actually it's funny cuz um the the uh the the man mm-hmm. in the movie Stacy Keach yeah. he had um I don't know what the, I don't know what the correct term is hair lip is that, <laughs> is that wrong to say No okay so he couldn't say I told you unfiltered Okay okay <laughs> so he couldn't say the T so they wrote it in the script as a D and that became K-D, K-A-D-Y. So people are like, oh, really, K-A-D-Y? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's German. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually because Stacey Keach had a problem. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so I, I always thought it was like in Mean Girls, the yeah. Katie versus <laughs> yeah. Caddy. Except she is C-A-D-Y. Yeah. yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. Well, like in Mean Girls, Caddy. And you have red hair, too, so it totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. She had blonde hair, though. In Kate. the movie? Oh, no, you're right. Lindsay yeah. Lohan, you're right. Yeah. Although I think you're much more together than her <laughs> <laughs> right now. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, let's get back to your music. Anyway. <laughs> um, when did you first start songwriting? Oh, wow. Well, it's, I started a while ago. It's really hard to, for me to put all my thoughts together Mm -hmm. because I have these crazy ideas and thoughts. And, um, and finally when Nick put me with Tone, we could kind of filter those thoughts and put them, you know, 
together in a in a relatable way. Yeah. <laughs> and and since then, it's been, you know, two or three years since mm-hmm. we've been really we've been working together. I heard that you said you like to write songs that are sad more so than songs that are happy because you feel like it means more. So do you tend to write personal stuff more? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's it's always personal. I think sad songs are the best because, you know, you can't feel sad mm-hmm. unless you feel happy. And I feel like every... What does that mean? It means I feel like the most positive people are the most negative people because they've been let down the most. Okay. Does that you make can't, sense? You can't understand what happy truly is until you've and, yes. endured hardships. Yes. Or you can't understand what sadness means until you've been really happy. It's deep. I <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and it's only like 1030 in the morning. We're in a very giddy mood today, so <laughs> bear with us. <laughs> um, so... In addition to your mother being a singer, your grandfather was a violinist. Yes. At a concert violinist. Yes. So are any other of your family members musically inclined, or are you the only one that... My, uh, my aunt, my great aunt, was a, um, an opera singer. Wow. Yeah. She's crazy. That's intense. I know. Well, but, she's dead now, but she was amazing. Yeah. And she also played piano. Okay. Yeah. What about your brothers? My, well, my, my brother, my younger brother, uh, he sings, mm-hmm. but only as a joke. He's good, though. He just doesn't, he As a can't, joke? Well, you know, he, he's funny, so he likes to put on. Is that on, your youngest one? He's my, he's my second youngest. Okay. So he's my real brother, kind of. I have a half brother. You have brother. a half brother yeah, and yeah, a yeah, yeah. full brother. My half brother, he's more of a comedian. Okay. He's kind of like fat and really funny, <laughs> kind of goofy. <laughs> we just we just laugh when yeah. he talks. So he, he is, is a good funny. singer, though. Yeah, yeah. My brother, well, my brother Christopher. Yeah, he has a good voice. Yeah, he's got something going. He has to really own it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Any collaborations in the future? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's a good rapper. Surprise! That could be actually really cool. <laughs> I know. I told him that too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So you do a lot of collaborations. Um, who is your favorite artist to cover? That's a really, really good question. Um, we've covered so many people, and we did this really good cover of No Doubt, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a mashup. It was, um, it's been a while. It all gets mashed up in your head at a certain <laughs> point. Um, it was uh, just a girl mm-hmm. and don't speak, and it was a really fun collaboration. I love Gwen Stefani, yeah. so it just felt good because she has so many so many things to say that every girl can relate to, mm-hmm. really. And I know that you have a lot of inspirations. Uh, Gwen Stefani is one of them. Yeah. Robin, mm-hmm. Micah, like so yes. many people, very eclectic. Yeah, I know. Um, where, like, what do you think drew you to those artists particularly? Um, well, they're very fresh, mm-hmm. and you know, you go to it's dance music, but it's the the lyrics are just very, you know, there's still like a soul to it, you mm-hmm. know, and they say something and. I think it, it's relatable, but it's also fun, and it's also, it takes you somewhere. And I feel like a lot of music these days, top 40 especially, is very stationary. 
in a, in a way. It's all just kind of it fits in. And with them, it's a little more fluid, and and the lyrics are more. I don't know. They just they just they say more, and they make you feel more. Yeah, I think. Um, so while those were some of your inspirations, what were the artists that you looked to when you were growing up? Um, Madonna, yeah. for sure. I had a lot of that friends. That was your first watching. concert, right? It was my first concert, <laughs> and I hardly remember it. My dad told me that he took me. So, like, cool. Yeah. Thanks, How dad. old were you? I don't even remember. I don't even know. But he, um, he said I was on his shoulders, and I was very excited. Yeah. So I'll just take his word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but she's always been, I mean, who who doesn't look up to yeah. Madonna? Have you seen her since in concert? No, but I met her at the VMAs one year with my mom. That's pretty cool. I know. I really wanted to meet her, and my mom was like, let's do it. So we met her. She signed a CD. I still have it. So awesome. I've heard from so many people that she's so down to earth. And she seemed cool. Yeah. She seemed really great. I don't know if I really remember it, though. <laughs> young in my dreams I remember it yeah what other artists did you grow up liking I we were like same generation so like MTV kind of yeah well I mean I liked a lot of Frank Sinatra just because of my mom yeah only because of my mom I love Tony Bennett I think he's amazing I think his voice is better than Frank Sinatra but I mean I can't really say that because they're both amazing and Mm -hmm. but you know um Britney Spears was amazing. Oh, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't NSYNC? love Britney? What? <laughs> um, yeah, I liked NSYNC more than the Backstreet Boys for sure. Me too. Right? Yeah. They're just better. Yeah. I used to get in fights with friends over Me too. Backstreet Boys versus Me too. NSYNC. I think everyone had their side, though. I know. I just don't respect people that like Backstreet Boys more. <laughs> So all the Backstreet Boys fans are going to be haters now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's kind of weird how I feel like the industry has gone full circle and now we have the battle of the boy bands again with One One Direction Direction and The Wanted. Yeah. I like One Direction better. Your team One Direction. (laughs) What am I doing? I'm just kidding. So I want to know. Eventually, when you have kids, yes. Uh, what advice are you going to give them? Or are you, you going to tell them, like your mother said, not to go in the industry at all? I'm just going to say, don't listen to your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. You have to kind of go with it, you know? See how the kid, what the kid wants and what he's gravitating, he or she's gravitating towards. I just feel like... I don't know. It can work either way. If you're if you go towards telling them not to do something, they're going to want to do something more. Yeah. And if you're like, "Do this. Go ahead. Go for it." You know? Like my mom was very lenient in terms of staying out late and, you know, whatever and I think it worked. I think. Not I think. to toot my own <laughs> horn or anything. But I don't know. She did well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know that your mother gave you the advice not to go in the industry, <laughs> but was your family supportive when you did come out and say that you wanted to do that? They were. They were. Eventually. It took a little bit. You know, well, what are you doing? You know, we want to hear it. And and eventually when they heard the stuff, they were really excited and mm-hmm. they're really supportive now. What was the conversation like originally when you did tell them? Or was this something that they kind of suspected? And They knew. Okay. They knew. But... It it happened to where, you know, I eventually said I wanna this is what I wanna do and this is what I'm gonna do the whole time and full time and 
sorry yeah (laughs) (laughs) what are you gonna do about it (laughs) and they actually were really great you know so I'm lucky so you've worked with a lot of amazing and established people in the industry tone deaf who's worked with green day santana um and you've also gotten a lot of comparisons to taylor swift i've heard um why do you think you get all those comparisons well um we both have very clean uh innocent voices i think Mm -hmm. and I don't know if we've had the same amount of boyfriends. <laughs> she's out of control, apparently. But I relate to that, though. Like, you just gotta find one that <laughs> it's works. True, I guess so. <laughs> but she needs to find one already because she's getting crazy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But um, but yeah, I think it's probably because of the the sound, mm-hmm. maybe. How would you describe your sound for someone who hasn't heard it? We're gonna get an acoustic performance in a little bit. Yes, um, it's fun. It's upbeat. Um, there's some, it's dancey, but a little urban, and um, just a lot of experiences that I think everyone can can relate to. Yeah. Girls. Girls especially. Girls especially. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I love about, like you said, dance music with soul, is like, you can dance to it, and you can love it, and play it on repeat, and then when you actually sit down and listen to the lyrics, it actually means something. Exactly. Like, if you're out, you're at a club, and you hear the song, you're like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna dance, this is this is, this is is what I'm talking about, you yeah. know? And then when you're in your car, and you're listening to it, you're like, yeah, I, I get this, and yeah. I'm gonna sing to it, and it's going to feel amazing, you know? And when I get to where I'm going, I'm going to feel a little less crazed, mm-hmm. I think. So what are the majority of your songs about? Are they about relationships or... Yes. Yeah? Relationships, feeling, you know, not good enough in a world where people are just picking at you all the time and telling you one thing and then telling you another thing and just kind of trying to stay sane, like a normal person. Yeah. Trying to be normal. I know um, one of your songs is about a friend. Yes. Uh, I saw that on your Facebook, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Fun, actually. It's about breaking up with a girlfriend, one of my best friends. Yeah. And actually, we're friends again. So she doesn't Has know. Has she it's heard about- the song? <laughs> she- okay. She's heard the song. She doesn't know it's about her. I'm sure she would laugh. I'm sure she would just. Think yeah. it's awesome, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a tough time. She she was going through a lot. I was going through a lot, and at a certain point, you know, the communication got a little hard. Mm-hmm. So it was time for a song, a breakup song, <laughs> a best friend, a friend breakup, breakup song. song. Yeah, and I, but I think everyone can relate to it. It's it's like I'm just not that into you, rather than you know the opposite. Yeah, and telling someone that. You're over their, their crap. Sometimes that's the hardest when it's you hard. have to let yeah. a friend go just because it's they so aren't hard. the same friend. That sometimes it's harder for a girlfriend mm-hmm. than a boyfriend. Yeah, because you rely on your friend, and you're you're like, that's who I call when I'm freaking out. Yeah, yeah. So another thing I read on Facebook was that <laughs> you hate flying, which <laughs> must be awful when you're touring. <laughs> it's hard. Well, luckily we're driving. Oh, you tour. are. Yeah. Well, because it's all in the U.S. Yes, but yeah, I I really have a, t- a hard time with with flying. You went to London Fashion Week. Yes. And obviously, you had to fly there. I'm assuming you didn't take a boat. <laughs> no. um. I wanted to take a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. So, what is like? <clears throat> how scared of flying are you okay. on a scale of like one to? 
I want to escape the plane with a parachute. It's come to that. <laughs> it's come. <laughs> it's definitely come to my mind. I I need I need like a drink before okay. I you know before I get on the plane because when I get on the plane, I don't want to be drinking. That's just not a good feeling. Yeah, but. I get relaxed. I can handle it. I've Do you gotten have any better. Crazy traveling stories. Uh, <laughs> I so that's a yes. <laughs> no, I, I just <laughs> I just had one time where I was extremely nervous. It was more of an emotional thing, yeah. mixed with getting on a plane, and it was late at night, and I get a little more nervous at, at night, and I just kind of had a little too much to drink. And it didn't turn out very well. Let's just okay. say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I got through it. Yeah. And I'm stronger. <laughs> yeah. That works. That's good. Um, so this past year, you were a guest on an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Yes. Alongside Kelly Osborne and Vanessa Williams' daughter, Jillian. Yes. And tell us a little bit about that experience. Well, I, my mom and RuPaul always had this, you know, RuPaul loved my mom. My mm-hmm. mom loved RuPaul. And I didn't even know that the, that there was a show because I'm just out of the loop in general. But I heard, oh, you're going to be a guest judge on RuPaul. So I thought, oh, that's awesome. You know, I can't wait, you yeah. know. And then I get there and they're like, okay, you're going to be on our on our pop girl girl singer team and I'm thinking hmm okay cool right and I got my team and they were awesome Raven and Juju and they were so cool and then they started putting drag makeup on me and I was like what are you doing (laughs) I don't I don't uh you know as a girl you don't necessarily want to feel more I I like I feel better when I have less makeup on Mm -hmm. so putting more makeup on you know I, I was I was like not prepared for it, yeah. so I felt a little uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, we had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and we got to perform the song. Yeah, and it was amazing, and <laughs> they were so cool, and it was it was a lot of fun. I knew Kelly from when I was a kid, so seeing her again and hanging out was great. And she's so sweet, and yeah. it was it was it was great. It was fun. What did you um, expect when going into that experience? I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I had no idea. I just thought I was just going to sit there and go, great job, you know, but you need to just just give it to me a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Not me going. They just wanted you to contour a little yeah. more. Yeah. Like, a lot wait, more. What? <laughs> yeah. It was different. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. What did you think when you watched, or did you watch the episode? I actually have not watched the episode. Really? Yeah. You're not into reality TV, right? Um, I don't, I'm not really into it. No. I mean, I don't. I don't really watch TV at all. No, I know. Wow, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but, what do you do in your spare time then? Um, I read, I write, I play. Yeah. So play. that's more therapeutic. For it you is than more therapeutic. Yeah. Sitting on a couch. I, I tend to get nervous when I watch TV. It's more. It's. I don't know why. What's it's whatever. But I. I. It chills me out to yeah. like listen to music or or play music or write my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So, actually, some of your music was featured on the finale of Jersey Shore and was on the soundtrack for Snooki and J-Wow on MTV. Is that ironic, like, that you don't watch any of these shows? It's awesome, though, because I've never seen the shows, so since it was featured on the shows, I got to watch the shows, 
And my good friends in New York are obsessed with the shows. So they called me. And they were so excited that, that the songs were on, on the shows. And we kind of watched them together over the phone and mm-hmm. laughed. And it was fun. They're fu- they're entertaining. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not entertaining. I just, you know, I don't go there yeah. on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think after watching it for the first time? Obviously, you'd probably heard about... They're funny. The, no, yeah. I think Snooki's really, like... She's endearing. She's mm-hmm. cute, you know, and and they're funny, and and it's just you watch that stuff because they do things that you look at and yeah. you you don't understand. <laughs> Jersey Shore was actually our first podcast at After Buzz. Really? So yes, that was our inaugural podcast about two years ago. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, they started with just a little audio and. It's expanded from there. Wow. So Snooki did an episode of American Horror Story for our after <laughs> show. It's pretty crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, you were also getting <laughs> off topic. Um, <laughs> no, I was getting off topic. Uh, so you were nominated, or I guess you represented Herbal Essences. Yes. As, uh, at the Grammys this year. Yes. As their fresh face. I was the fresh face, actually, of the Grammy Foundation in conjunction with okay. Herbal Essences. Um, I was on the, the Behind the Beauty documentary for the Grammys, and it basically a documented, you know, like, people that are nominated or are, are you know, kind of veterans mm-hmm. at the Grammys, and then the newcomers who have never been and are just kind of getting ready for it, and then the, the industry professionals that get the people ready and how they they get ready. And basically just the 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 non-glamorous side of getting glamorous for the mm-hmm. Grammys. Because it's not really glamorous. You're sitting there at like 7 in the morning, you know, get me some coffee, get yeah. me some, you know, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't and, eat because you're about you to go down eat, the red exactly. carpet and dress. <laughs> so, so, but it was, it was amazing, you know, mm-hmm. it was such an honor and, and so surreal. So many people aspire to, you know, either win a Grammy, be nominated yeah. for a Grammy, attend the Grammys. Yes. Um, what was that experience like? It was crazy. I walked, I walked behind Taylor Swift on the red carpet. She is so tall. <laughs> and I was wearing heels. I was wearing, like, yeah. these heels. And she was so tall. And I almost killed Neo. I heard that oh, you bumped into him. So Literally, crazy. you bumped into him. I bumped into him. I, like, butt-bombed him. And <laughs> <laughs> we both almost crashed down. What on, did he say? He was just so nice. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> no, it was cool. It was great. It was, yeah. yeah. It would have been really bad, though, if we had. Mm-hmm. It would have been like uh, the girl that falls at Miss USA. She gets a lot of press, though. <laughs> you could have, like, spun that into oh. something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, any other stories from the Grammys this year? Yeah, well, no. I mean, they just kind of checked the car for bombs, you know? And, of course, Nick, my manager, was, he's the bomb. So yeah. I was like, just be careful. They were like, meh, meh. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was going off for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. It was just great. It was so amazing. So you're obviously very quick-witted and funny. <laughs> um, where do you think you get that from? Because I know that a lot of people always say they get it from someone in their family or someone that they grew up around. 
I get it from my dogs. Your dogs? <laughs> what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're very quick-witted. Yeah? Yeah. No, actually, um, my mom is a very... She's quick. Yeah. You got to be careful for that girl. <laughs> my dad's pretty quick, too. <sighs> I'm just so lucky. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not really that quick. If you if you hung out with my mom, she'd probably surprise you. Yeah. You'd probably go and cry in the corner for like 20 minutes. So I won't be hanging out with your mom anytime soon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. Um, so getting into your music that you are just about to release, Ordinary yes. Girl. Yes. Full-length album. And what can people expect from that new album that they haven't heard on your previous EP? Um, it's a little, it's a little more personal. It's a, um, there's more, uh, there are a lot more beats, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's very, I don't know, I don't want to say eclectic, but there's a lot from the EP, uh, One Million Pieces, the debut EP, um, and there's a lot of new stuff. And it just it's just kind of like a story. It tells a long story of what people go through and maybe what people sh- want to go through. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's fun. I'm proud of it. We're all proud of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that drops August, August 5th. August 5th, yep. And then you are embarking on a U.S. tour going everywhere. You have a lot of dates in California and then you're yes. going all around the country. Yep. What is most exciting about performing live? Woo, what isn't? Most well, exciting. You know, there's so many elements of, of not knowing, mm-hmm. and I think that's the most exciting. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, and relating, you know, depending on what, um, what the audience is like and how they're reacting to you, and it's fun. It's just fun to play with them and, 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 and tell a story. Yeah. And see how they respond. Yeah. So I know that you are, you said you're going to be driving (laughs) the entire way. Yeah. How many people are you going to be traveling with then? Three. Three? Well, two plus me. Okay. So. Who's that going to be? It's Tone Deaf. Okay. And then the tour manager. So it'll be like a big fun road trip. Yeah. A big fun road trip. (laughs) Like a two month road trip. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun because I haven't really seen, you know, the States. You know, you go to Europe and you go wherever abroad, but it's fun to be able to travel within the States and see different, different things. Are there places that you're going that you haven't been before? Yeah. Like where? Everywhere. We're going to Oregon. We're going, well, I mean, we're going in California and then we're going to in uh, back East and all that stuff. I mean, I haven't seen most of it. Well, you've been obviously to California, New York, Nevada. Yeah. Where? What locations in the U.S. haven't you been yet? Like Midwest. The Midwest. I'm excited to see. We've been to Chicago. We haven't really been to Chicago. I'm excited to see actually to see Chicago. Yeah. Um, Oregon. That's where I'm from Chicago. So are you? I'm excited for you to see Chicago. Oh my goodness! I'm so excited. (laughs) I used to get people used to say, "Are you from Chicago?" Really? Yeah. I don't know why. That's weird. I know. You should just start talking about deep dish pizza, and then they'll, they'll I wish. think you're a, a local. I'm gluten intolerant. What? I know. It's so sad. So I can't eat deep dish. Oh. Just thin crust. I know. That's, I'm really sad I for know. You. Me yeah. too. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the drive from Des Moines to Chicago will be very fun for you. It's a lot of flat land, and <laughs> you will need a lot of music in your car to get you through it. Okay. But just be a 
Be prepared for that. <laughs> okay. Lots I'm of excited. snacks along the way. Nice. Um, so moving forward in your career and your in your life, what do you want to accomplish? Um, I want to accomplish, you know, I want to get, I want to be able to get the music across to make people happy. You know, if they're feeling bad, turn on the music and just let it take them away. And, you know, one day, I don't know, maybe start my own bakery, gluten-free bakery and have my own soundtrack to the gluten-free bakery. Do you bake at all? I try. Yeah? Yeah, I've done it. What's your best baked dish? Wow. You're really putting me on the spot yeah. here. <laughs> um, I make cookies. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Chocolate chip. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves chocolate chip cookies. Who doesn't? I actually know a couple people that don't, but they're not very good people. Actually, me too, and I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. They suck. Yeah, like people that like oatmeal raisin. Are no, you no, crazy? no, no. That's not good. No, no. Nope. That says wrong a lot about them. someone. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's bad. I know. So, whose career do you <laughs> yes. hope to emulate, if anyone's? Oh wow. <clears throat> um, Gwen Stefani, of course. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of kept her herself but she's been able to you know take it to the next level every time and and even robin i mean she was around in the 90s yeah and i loved her show me love all those songs (laughs) yeah and and she came back and it was even better you know both of them have reinvented themselves they have and to be able to reinvent yourself and still be that you know, in the at the core, and what people saw saw in you in the first place. I mean, obviously Madonna, but she's just out of control. You mm-hmm. know, at this point, yeah, it's kind of like, what are you? I don't know. What I feel to like think. she's not even a person. She's just she's an icon. Not, that's the that's and that's a good thing and that's a bad thing because mm-hmm. you can't really relate to Madonna anymore. You're like she's just a goddess, legendary know? status. She's just a legend at this point. But with Gwen Stefani and with Robin, it's like. They're still relatable, but they they have this 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 thing that they just keep reinventing themselves and keep getting more and more interesting and exciting and and they're still amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, they still do the same thing that you fell in love with them for. Yeah, yeah. So we are going to get into your acoustic performance. Yes, um, if you want to get up there. So tell us a little bit about um, the song that you're going to play today. So this song is called Crash Gone Wrong. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a stalker song. Yeah. It's about stalking. Personal experience? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of about stalking a celebrity. Okay. And the what, what I do in my spare time when I stalk celebrities. Do you have a celebrity crush right now? <sighs> I have or is this song this is, about that this is person? About the celebrity crush. Can I guess who it is? You can guess. What, what's the, the first name? First. Okay. You have to hear the song first. Okay. After See the song, I'm gonna guess. guess. Okay. 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 Because <laughs> there there are hints. Okay. In the song. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm nervous if I get it wrong. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm really nervous now. <laughs> this is gonna be great. <laughs> Okay. 
thinking straight A voice in my head now Say keep your head down Can't slow my heart rate I got your picture Tattooed on my arm No need for alarm I hope you like it My face is there too Right there next to you This is not a love song Just a crush gone wrong Heading for a heartache Wasn't meant to last this long It's never gonna be what we both want It's too much trouble to fall in love But this is not a love song Just a crush gone wrong Play a song on repeat Maybe I'm unwell, yeah Can't you tell, yeah I need you so desperately You signed my t-shirt Haven't watched it yet I can still smell the sweat I think you'll be happy The video I made for you I put it on YouTube This is not a love song Just a crush gone wrong Headed for a heartache Wasn't meant to last this long It's never gonna be what we both want It's too much trouble to fall in love This is not a love song Just a crush gone wrong On my proposal Asking you to marry me It's not because you're famous You're just contagious And you and I are meant to be This is not a love song Just a crush gone wrong Headed for a heartache Wasn't meant to last this long I wish it were a love song But it's all gone wrong Locked up in a heartache Keeping me from moving on It's never gonna be what we both want It's too much trouble to fall in love But this is not a love song Just a crush gone wrong Just a crush gone wrong Yay! Thank that you. That was so good. <laughs> so? I deduce that it's a singer. Yes. And that's about it. <laughs> Do you have a tattoo um, of his face? Maybe. Really? I can't show you, though. Oh. Bummer. <laughs> Is it really of his face? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm not that crazy. I'm going to take an educated guess. Okay. How, many, how many guesses do I get? Let's say two. Two? And it makes it a little more... Okay. Yeah. Um, Exciting. I know that you're a fan of Justin Timberlake. Hmm. That's enough. No. Okay. <sighs> it was good, though. Fudge. Who but else could it be? You're getting a little closer. Closer? Yeah. 
one of the song names was in the song. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm not that smart. It was, it was, <laughs> maybe I'm unwell. Yeah. <gasps> why, why can't I think of it right now? Oh my gosh. It was a couple, it was What like does it rhyme good, with? Uh, <laughs> Bob? Rob Thomas. <laughs> Bob Thomas. I was going to guess that, but I didn't want to use my second guess and be wrong. <laughs> yes. Bob Ramos. Bob. That's what it was. Bob Ramos. Yeah. That's, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And you've covered his songs. I know. Yeah. I know. And he won't return your phone calls. He won't. Or propose. But I met him. Yeah. At his concert. Because Nick, my manager, manages Matchbox for yeah. me. So we went to their concert in San Antonio, and I met him before the show, and I was trying to play it cool so, <laughs> so Isn't mad. that the worst? It was so hard. It's like, nice to meet you. Hey. But it's not yeah. because they're a celebrity. It's because, like, you're just so... Since I was you know, younger. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I can't... <laughs> You're blushing right now. I love it. Yeah. Getting flustered. Good times. So we should move on yes. to shameless plug time. Yes. Do you have anything to plug? Crush Gone Wrong. Yeah. It's on iTunes. Okay. Twitter, KDZ, K-A-D-Y-Z, at K-A-D-Y-Z, <laughs> Facebook, Yeah. Tone Deaf 707. And where can, At, where can fans Twitter. find your full tour dates? Um, kdzmusic.com. Okay. And on Facebook. If you go to kdzmusic.com on Facebook, you can click on the little F, you know, mm-hmm. and it'll show you all the information. So they can stalk you from there. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Great. Hey. <laughs> well, I want to remind all of our fans that you can find us on iTunes and on YouTube and on our new website at AfterBuzzTV.com. You can find me at Katherine Kelly on Twitter. I said the at. <laughs> good job. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you again next time. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Uh oh. My phone's weird. What happened?